Oh my gosh, Lainey's coming. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, what's up? Hello, this is the Hits 96 podcast brought to you by our friends over at Journey Hemp. Check out their two locations, one in St. Elmo and the other on the North Shore, Journey by the River. And check them out online as well at journey-hemp.com. My name is Gino D and today I'm riding solo because it's a very special edition of Hey, What's Up? Hello, where we play my interview with Lainey. Lainey's going to be the big star of the second annual Ugly Christmas Sweater Party happening on December 7th at the Barrel House Ballroom. For weeks now, we've been collecting teddy bears in exchange for tickets to the show, and it's almost here. We're super excited about this. It's presented by Kia of Cleveland. You can check out all the details about it at hits96.com. I was able to connect via Zoom with Paul and Jake of Laney. We talked about their most recent album. We talked about their new song, Double XL, which we're playing on Hits 96, their tour, and more. You sit back and relax and enjoy this interview. It's coming right up after our word from Journey Hemp. And then we'll be back next week with more new episodes of Hey, What's Up, Hello with DJ Kevin Hayes and Natalie. Enjoy the interview. Journey Hemp and Journey on the River offers a wide range of high-quality, 50-state legal products. They have everything from tinctures and hemp flour to vaping products and edibles. Speaking of edibles, they have a delicious selection of gummies, brownies, infused slushies, and infused drinks. And if you're in the need for smoking accessories, they've got you covered with a full line of options. But it's not just the products that make Journey Hemp special. Their staff is incredibly knowledgeable and friendly, ensuring that you have a great experience every time you visit. Plus, they're open seven days a week, so you can stop by whenever it's convenient for you. They even have a loyalty program to reward you for your continued support. With two locations to better serve you, St. Elmo, and now on the North Shore next to the Walking Bridge. So why wait? Your journey to wellness and relaxation starts at Journey Hemp, and journey on the river hits 96 chattanooga's number one hit music station gino d here with you and i have the pleasure of being connected via zoom to paul and jake of laney how we doing gentlemen what's up guys yo 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 let's go gino this is so awesome that you guys are doing this for us we have a big show coming up december 7th it's our second annual ugly christmas sweater party all on behalf of the children's hospital at erlanger people can get uh, all the details on our website, of course, at hits96.com. We are so happy to have you with us. You guys have some ugly Christmas sweaters that you'll be able to rock? I'm sure we've got something laying around. I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure I got <laughs> one. All right. Very good. Good, good. Because you got to get in the spirit. You know, Santa Claus is going to be there as well. We're giving away a whole bunch of prizes. And the coolest thing about this is uh, for tickets to the show, since it is for charity, people are donating teddy bears. And for one teddy bear, brand new to the Children's Hospital, they get two tickets to the show. So we're going to fill the Barrel House Ballroom right here in Chattanooga. And you guys are going to hit the stage. And we're super excited about that. So, again, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for doing this show. Oh, man. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. I want to say congratulations on the release of A Beautiful Blur, a fifth studio album. How do you feel? I know you're on currently on tour doing the album, and, and right now people are finally hearing the music, and you're into it with the music videos and all of that. How do you feel about it so far now that it's been out, and how do you think it represents the next chapter of Laney? Yeah, we've been in uh, Europe for the last couple of weeks touring it. Uh, the first part of our world tour started in Europe, and uh, every show we play, more people know the words to every song on the album, and it's uh, it's really exciting. We're in uh, Rotterdam, Netherlands tonight. Wow. We have a show in two hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been great. 
and uh, very excited about what this album is already kind of, well, what it means to us and what it's starting to mean to people around the world. Uh, the album's fantastic. We're, of course, playing uh, one of the singles, Double XL, on Hits 96 all the time in promotion of the show and everything. We love that song, and we'll get into that. But I did hear that um, A Beautiful Blur wasn't necessarily the original title of the album, and it was almost a last-minute change for you guys. And it was because of something that happened in Japan, if I'm not mistaken. Tell that story, because that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, th- we had a bunch of working titles for the album. A Beautiful Blur was in there, and uh, amongst many others, but through the like the album making process, we started to challenge everything, started to ask the tough questions. Is this the perfect title? Uh, you know, all that. And we wound up pivoting towards a title called I Really, Really Hope So. And we took, we've never been on the cover of an album before. So we took a photo to try to like be on the cover of an album. And um, fast forward to about two months ago in Japan, we went to a vinyl bar called Grandfathers in Tokyo. And they're like a Japanese grandfather, basically hand selects each song and uh, he'll play the song and put up the album art on a pedestal for everyone to see. And Jake and I were there and I just couldn't see him putting up that photo of us. And I was like, I can't see it. So we made a quick decision to go back to a beautiful blur and change the album art. And, uh, you know, to me, it's just something that looks like could have been made in 1940 or 2040. It just feels like kind of timeless and i think uh yeah we just followed our conviction and our heart and i think that's one thing that's really special about this band something that we've always done so even if it's inconvenient for the team one month before an album comes out we make it happen <laughs> you gotta make it happen well i think it's a, a great title for it too and that's uh, a great way to explain your guys music in a sense and not that a blur is a bad thing but it's just that uh you guys have such an emotional feel to your music and it is kind of a beautiful blur that you find yourself in when you're listening to your music at least that's how i feel about it so i think it really is, it really is fitting and a, a nice choice for that you mentioned that you have gone across europe now the uk i know you have a few shows left over there um how has the fan interactions been with the people over in Europe and everything. How has the uh, tour been so far? Any memorable moments? This has been amazing. Uh, a couple of people have come up and sang some songs with us. Uh, we had a guy cool. named Carlos in Stockholm come up and sing Home is Where the Hurt Is. Um, uh, but, you know, like it's, it's incredible to be over here having just put out an album. Obviously, English isn't their first language for most of these countries. And and uh, for them to just be singing along every word, it's just a good sign. Um, we head to North America next year. Um, those shows will be really, really uh, big and exciting. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to it. we got a, like a great year ahead of us of touring. Yeah, that was actually my next uh, question, because the North American Lake, for those that are wondering, uh, is coming up uh, in the beginning of next year, and you'll be in the Atlanta and Nashville area. Here in Chattanooga, we're right smack dab in the middle, as you know, so it's uh, our listeners like to go either way to go see the big shows, so we're excited for that. Um, let's talk about Double XL for a little bit, because that's the song that we're currently playing. Uh, all of your singles so far, if you add them all together, when it comes to the streams and the views millions millions of people are, are taking in your music so let's focus on double xl um i heard it was the first song that you wrote for this new album and i wanted you to kind of share the inspiration behind the song and the next time we hear it we'll know a little bit more yeah i i um for a few of our songs they start with the song title and uh okay. i just thought it would be so cool to have a song called double xl we often wear double xl hoodies and double xl like just big clothes sometimes and um i thought it would be cool to talk about missing someone a lot 
missing someone big time. And it was a fresh way to say that, you know, I miss you double XL. I miss you a lot. And so, uh, I don't know. I think it was, um, we just finished our tour, the GGBBXX tour in 2021 and had a few weeks at home and I wanted to just stay sharp and keep writing. So I went in and started working on the song and it's really cool. Uh, the first songs that we write for album tend to be pretty special. Um, so it's been like a theme, uh, in our albums. And so this was the first one we wrote for it and it's track one. It kind of is, it's perfect. You know, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, sets, it works out. Sets the tone for sure. Has your creative process, Paul, changed over the years? And Jake, you can, of course, uh, weigh in too. Has your guys' creative process changed over the years since maybe the beginning when it all started to, to now when it comes to songwriting and, and the whole process? Yeah, I think I think early on, oh, a lot of it was kind of beats first and then lyrics. Mm -hmm. um, and now a lot of times, you know, lyrics come first and Paul brings a lot of like, you know, piano vocal ideas. And then I like Paul talks about it kind of as a um, what, what like coloring saying? book, like yeah. I'll bring it like uh, here the outline of the songs, you know, and 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 then we kind of we'll listen. We'll I'll bring about 30 or 40 songs to the table and then whoever we're making the album with, we'll sit down, Jake and I, with that producer and we'll listen. We'll spend a whole day just listening to demos and being like, which ones are worth coloring in the lines you know or or like the songs like a skeleton like the demos a skeleton and then you pack on the muscle and and so things come to life in the studio and um i think yeah it's been a really it's been it's worked for us that way have you ever been surprised by an inspiration like you see something and all of a sudden that was like hey i think i can write a song about this or has it always been kind of a, a more of a relationship thing or something that you're living oh i, th I think there's so many things um Sometimes I'll hear somebody say something. I'll be like, that's a great idea. I'd love to write a song. Um, and we have a song called I Still Talk to Jesus, which is um, something that came from watching the Kings of Leon documentary called Tallahina Sky. And just in the middle of the documentary, the lead singer, uh, Caleb Falwell, is just like, you know, I do this and I do that and I drink and I do this. And, you know, but I still talk to Jesus. I was like, damn, I want to write a song called I Still Talk. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, pretty yeah. cool. And then, like you said, uh, with Double XL, that, that you had that title in mind for a long time. So to be able to just go off of that word uh, or those words and be able to uh, create that is very cool. Um, this is Lainey, of course, we're talking to. You guys are going to be performing at the Barrel House Ballroom December 7th for our holiday show. It's our ugly Christmas sweater party. We're going to have a lot of fun. What do the holidays mean to you uh, when it comes to uh, personal reference? What do the holidays mean to you guys? Anything special? Just beautiful time with the family. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, I'm from Oklahoma, so I always try to get back and go see my mom and dad. And um, yeah, but I, I I do I do fantasize about doing like Christmas in Rio one day or something. You know, like <laughs> sure. just switch it up. I've been doing the same thing my whole life. We might as well try something new now. I feel like there is something about the traditional Christmas because I'm from New England originally. So even down here in the South, it's 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 a little bit different. So I usually go home for Christmas just because you kind of need that crisp air. You need that cold. Oh, yeah. That cold atmosphere. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys have been on a remarkable journey uh, from gold singles, platinum status, consistently captivating with live performances and music videos. And Paul, you direct a lot of the music videos, if I'm not mistaken, or at least as of late you have. Has that been yeah. something that you've kind of always wanted to do? Is that a direction you've always leaned towards? Explain your process there, because you guys have some really awesome music videos. Thanks, man. I think we've always just been super involved in the creative process, but yeah. um, now, now even more than ever, we've uh, 
we're also like uh, we're an independent band, uh, which is an amazing thing. We we dropped four albums with Universal Music Group, had an amazing time there, uh, signed a four album deal, gave them four albums. And then uh, when it was time to re-sign, we just thought, oh, I think we can do it, you know, on our own. We can do it independently. And with that's come a lot of freedom, but a lot more work, obviously, a lot of a lot more on our plate. But it's rewarding. Um, being in a band is fun because you get to make songs and make t-shirts and make videos and make posters and like yeah there's so many things to make and we like to make stuff and uh so it's been fun just getting even more involved in the process writing the script or the treatment for the music video and and uh we've done it with our friend ant and uh yeah it's just it's fun it's just fun to do it we we rented lenses we rented cameras we watched youtube videos you know (laughs) kind of figured out how to do it on our own. That's very cool. And like they say, if, if you're uh, if you're enjoying it, you're not really working. You know, you don't have to work a day in your life if you're enjoying what you do. And you guys definitely uh, put off that energy that you're loving what you're doing. So it's that's great, great, great to see. A uh, couple more questions, guys, and we'll be good to go. Um, the band's live shows are known to be energetic, captivating, as I mentioned. How do you curate a set list when you're trying to introduce new music, like everything that's on a beautiful blur, but also you want those heavies in there that people are really looking forward to seeing. Is there any kind of method behind the madness when it comes to uh, creating that playlist? I think we're in a very unique time as a band. Um, I think we're in a season of growth and a season of really challenging and pushing ourselves. I think it would be really easy for us to just play a couple of the new singles off the new album and then play a bunch of the other songs that people have had years to build up equity and emotion with. Um, But I don't think that that would serve us in the long run. I think, uh, in fact, it would maybe like kind of hurt us in the long run. And I think it's important that got a new album out. These are the songs. This is what, this is what the tour is. Of course, we'll play some of the the heavies, like you call them, some of the bangers, but, but ultimately the songs on this album will be what our fans beg us to put on the set list in five years. And I think that's like something that you know, we're, we're very cognizant of, very mindful of. And so, uh, yeah, we're, we're very much touring this album. We right. are, we are touring this album. This is the album. This is the one that we're, this is the one right now. And that's what we're doing. And we're bringing our fans along with us. And I think, uh, there might be some songs on the set list that they wish they they could hear, but I think we want to do this for the rest of our lives. And uh, so we've got a long journey ahead of us and it's time that we start, you know, kind of pushing ourselves and challenging ourselves and taking some right, but sometimes tough steps in the right direction. I, I see that. And that's kind of touches my next question is just reflecting on your journey and where you see yourself uh, in the future. So you've kind of answered that one all together. And congratulations again on the success and knowing that you have such a product that you're going to be able to push and, and ride out for the years to come. Um, you spoke of your fans. Final question. You guys have an incredible fan base, very passionate, interactive. <laughs> they've felt like they've been with you since day one till now. Um, what do your fans mean to you? And talk about some of that fan experience that you guys have had over the years. I mean, they, they've carried us for years, mm-hmm. you know, they've given us this job, this, this allowed this dream to come true. And, and we, we owe them everything. Um, you know, this is like our first time really on radio in this capacity cool. and, uh, which is such a blessing for us, obviously to be on it. Uh, but in the past, you know, if you've, if you've heard about our band, it's because you found us or your friend found us and they told you about us and that breeds like, you know, a lot of ownership with people and a lot of investment. And so we're lucky to, um, 
to have the fans that we have. And I to guess I'd have the reach that we have um, up to this point without radio. And then now to be on radio is just such a big deal. And um, mm-hmm. we can't thank you guys enough. And it's, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, the fans, man, the, the, they're out there hours, sometimes days before the shows. Seriously. Yeah. It's really, really cool. We have a lot of tattoos, a lot of Laney tattoos out there. Yeah, we don't we don't take that lightly. So we always want to be coming out, playing shows all across the world and giving them great songs to listen to. So we'll be doing that for as long as we can. Very cool. Well, we appreciate that. It's one of the reasons we wanted you uh, to do our show for the Ugly Christmas Sweater Party for the Children's Hospital and really motivate those people to donate those teddy bears and anything that they can for the Children's Hospital, because we know that your fans are passionate and they're going to come out and we're going to pack that little barrel house ballroom. We're going to have so much fun. That's on December 7th. Uh, And I will say, too, Paul, I think you make a good point of maybe somebody that hasn't heard your music before and then compared to someone that has. Uh, I've experienced this just talking about the show. Some people say, oh, Laney, let me check them out. And then there's some people, it's like zero or 100. And the 100 people are like, oh my gosh, Laney's coming? Like, it's incredible. <laughs> so I think you're going to have a awesome. nice a nice mix of an audience to be able to introduce your cool. music for the first time to a bunch of people, but at the same time, have some of your diehard fans in there with you uh, celebrating the holidays and everything that is the Children's Hospital. So thank you again for doing this charity show. We greatly appreciate that. And thank you for the time right now with this interview. It's It's been a lot of fun. Thanks, Gina. Very cool. Thanks, thanks, guys. I can't wait to meet you in person. We'll see you on December 7th at the Brown House Ballroom uh, for the Ugly Christmas Sweater Party. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thank sir. You. This has been Hey, What's Up, Hello, the Hits 96 podcast with DJ Kevin Hayes, Natalie, and Gino D. Make sure to follow us on all social media and to like and subscribe. Please note that the views, opinions, and content expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or policies of Bayhackle Communications.